You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Listening to Punk Wisdom with Matt and Allison and our new intro. How do you like it? I, yeah, it'll grow on me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's metaphorical, I think, but it was really good. Uh, we got that compliments and courtesy of uh, T Money Green yes, from you, the T-Money. Roadwork crew, but this is his intellectual property that he allowed us to use. So thank you, oh, thank I'm excited. You. Yeah, Love it. Cool. Yeah, day and even check out what Saturdays at one o'clock in the afternoon, base in your face with T Money Green. Just got to do that. I miss the, I miss Should. him. I miss it a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. So what's up? Season. Oh, and we have Randy. Yeah, Randy's here today. Randy's here. Hello. Hi. Yep. <clears throat> and your headphones. Okay, so Mystery Science Theater three thousand comes to mind because do you see it? Or if it's that one Martian movie where they had those really big, huge heads. I have some funky headphones on here in Studio 2 tonight. You do. And uh, so they're just, they're making comments of it. We're probably going to get a photo. Oh. In a <laughs> we are. I'm going to be on the ball with this stuff. The reference photos. Away from the mic? <laughs> and there it is. So there. look forward to that. Uh-huh. Um, I know I won't. I'm but, working you know, on hey. it as we speak. Go ahead and uh, – <laughs> um, so where were we last time? Pontificate. You know, it, it's funny or not funny. It's been, a lot has happened. Is it a last, little bit funny? More funny, interesting than anything. Mm. Um, I got hired in today. They were hinting towards it last month or so. Where I was at because of my job in IT, I've been doing an internship there, a paid internship. Um, and he went and decided to hire me in. I probably shouldn't be talking about it too much. Um, because they aren't announcing it to the actual company until like to the other employees of the place until February. So <laughs> I'm kind hired of jumping and fired in one day, folks. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, but that was kind of exciting. Ooh, that's the uh, photo is so funny. Wait, I want to show you. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Looks right. like I got a balloon head. <laughs> um, <laughs> good one. Um, so so that happened. Um. That's yeah. good. Congratulations. I know I'm screwing around, but congratulations. No, no, no. New job. That's cool. I, no, I'm, I want to bring up uh, some book stuff in a little bit, but I want to get some of our uh, catching up out of the way. So um, that's about it with me. I haven't done anything too, too wild. We missed um, New Year's. What did you guys do? I did nothing. I had to work New Year's Day and New Year's Eve. So uh-huh. um, I went to bed probably before midnight. <laughs> I think Ruth stayed up. Um, but she was thinking about going over to a friend's house, and she decided against it last minute and just stayed home. Right on. So we really didn't do anything. Just kind of had a chill. We didn't either. Girls went to Pittsburgh, so they they were New Year's Eving as burgers, but whatever. Mm. Eh. At least they're doing something. Well, I did my uh, – Heather and I did our normal thing. At about 6 o'clock, uh, my stepdad calls from England because it's 11 okay. over there. And we Skype for an hour. And then he turned the camera to the television so that I could see all the fireworks going on in London. 
and the London Eye and all those things that I miss so much. So, um, which is weird because if I just go online and, you know, BBC London New Year, I could probably see it in much better definition. <laughs> but it's a fun thing for us to do and I enjoy it a lot. So that's what we did. And, and sharing it with you then. And yeah. it's seven o'clock and then I look and go, so it's over? I'm like, no, you have five more hours to go. I was like, man. <laughs> so then you watch the crappy and everybody's complaining about what Channel 2 was doing. Oh, they ruined it. She ruined it. Channel 4, that's what we were watching. And oh my God, I got, um, I got information on vaginal steaming. Nice. I'm not even kidding on Channel 4. Yeah, it was, let me think of her name. I'll have to look it up. She was co-host and there was an uncomfortable 30 seconds and then somebody was complaining about Channel 7 and how this host screwed it up and I don't, it's live television. You just, they're just people. It Everybody it screws is. it up. Everybody Mariah's every once in a while. Nice. Or Britney Spears, right? That's right. Oh boy, she tanked it hard too, didn't she? Yeah, she had a mental breakdown. So you can't really. <laughs> no, you can't really. You can't really. But a ball, Britney Spears. I mean, well, like on her head is her. something that we never thought we'd see. True enough. True. 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 So, what else is going on? Anything? Well, um, the scriptorium. I think I've told mentioned that place a couple different times where my book was being sold. Welcome so, to the script. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, the bookstore there in Klaus. Hi, Heather. Say hi to me. The uh, the uh, bookstore is no longer in existence. They closed their doors on the 22nd of December for good. Um, so. So, uh, which well, kind of bummed sucks. because the bookstore owner, Diana, that uh, was kind of through – I had two book signings at, this, at the store. Um, they were thinking about doing my launch and everything else. Um, she was in business with her dad. She got a nice big fat loan from – Dad, I mean, maybe it wasn't even a loan. I think it was a business partner that decided to do this bookstore, and he wanted to pull out. And so when he pulled his money out, she didn't have enough to keep it going. So she had to close the doors. So mm-hmm. now she is starting a side business with the other employees that worked at that store um, called – I actually wrote it down because I knew I was not going to remember uh, – Pages Promotion. Pages Promotions uh, LLC, and basically their their goal is to work with Michigan authors to help promote their books and market them. So they will and strictly in the niche of authors and books which right now. Is great, right now she says they have plans to branching out to do more, um, but as of right now, their focus is strictly on Michigan authors. And they're going to like call different bookstores or libraries and try to get their authors in there, um, book fests and so on, which is which segues right into about the Detroit Book Fest. I just got uh, an email from them to pre-register for a table. Doesn't mean I have the table. It's just I signed the paperwork to be able to get a table. But in this, in the actual description of what they're planning on doing, this is the th- this would be the third year for the book fest. The first year, we had a lot of Michigan authors there, and there was Michigan author, uh, indie authors and bookstores all kind of clumped together all in Shed 5. In year two, they kept Shed 5 as just kind of bookstore people. And then in Shed 6, they had all the authors kind of lined up that so you can like walk through there, like parade through and look all the, see all the other authors. Right. Um, That's what we did. Right. So now year three is coming upon us. And it looks like they are limiting the size of 
Michigan author or authors again. So it's like because I had a couple friends who didn't even get a table this uh, this past one where they had one the first year, uh, and this time Ooh. I was reading in the reading in the descriptions that uh, each table is only thirty bucks, which is no, which is awesome price, um, but it's only one author per table. Whereas I shared a table with my one of my author friends last year, and I did Andrew. The, uh, well, last year was my uh, my friend Octavia. The year before that was Andrew. That was Andrew, right? Um, Andrew. But now they're not allowing that anymore. So not only are they limiting the amount of tables they are renting out to authors, they're limiting the amount of authors that can be at those particular tables. And so wow. it's like so it seems like to me they're slowly kind of weeding out the authors and making it strictly about bookstores and, anti- and antique books and so on, which I guess there is a market for that. But why are you dissing the Michigan authors? Uh, you promote this to be as big, huge festival of books, and you're dissing the authors. So it's like, so, so then get your get your uh, Michigan author promotion company to buy ten tables. That's what that's the other aspect they're going to look at. Eight authors. They're going to be looking at different festivals, and they're planning on getting into those festivals and say, "Hey, if you want us to sell your book for you, we will do that, or you can come." And sell your book type of thing. So they're offering kind of both. Um, I haven't seen what their prices are like yet, but I've been talking to Diana about it. And so we'll, we'll fi- I'll figure it out because that's something I desperately would need to get my name out there more. For sure. So we'll see. I mean, so it's kind of exciting, kind of bummerish because of the way Detroit Book Fest is handling things now. But, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we can start a petition up. I told that to Ruth. Maybe we should start a petition up and like, why are you dissing the book, the authors? Let's – Get a petition of like we should allow authors to be there, but we'll see. We totally should. I mean, you can't, you can't start this movement here, and I don't know if I would call it a movement, but it's something I've noticed that there are plenty of entities out there that are now starting to remind our young people that a four-year degree is not the only thing you have to do. That's not the only thing you can do. You're not stuck. Yeah, yeah going to and and getting all this debt when you know a lot of them a lot of us are having a hard time finding jobs it as far as that goes the highly educated in order to pay off the loans and still live like right like you like you should be able to but so you get all these commercials and hey do this do that there's these trade schools there's always this so you have to start fostering the arts as well if you're going to do that if you're going to remind them they don't need a four-year university, then start showing them all the other things there is to do. Yeah. And being an author is one great way to start, especially if you're into writing or you're somebody who would be an English major otherwise. I just think, I don't know, if you're not, if you're not going to promote the arts and sciences, we got all the STEM programs, all those are kind of running and I love that, but that's university geared, so. Yeah, there's you know. the, the problem with the arts is that it doesn't pay unless you are one of the select few that make it big. You know, you right, but the more well-rounded you make yourself, the more right. You so know, it's the one more of those, you are. <clears throat> it's one of those things that we want to promote. Absolutely, and we want. I think a petition is a good idea. Right, so it's it's. I don't know. I'll we'll see. 
I mean, that's one of the arguments that you hear of people who are for the whole universal basic in- income thing is that allows – I'm going to start a petition to start a it petition. Allows, there you go. It allows people to pursue some things they wouldn't ordinarily pursue because they wouldn't have the money to do it. Right. Um, so there, there's that argument going. Not that I want to get into that again. There was just that – there's that part of that argument, which, which makes, makes kind of a little bit of sense. But. Okay. So just in case you all out there um, were waiting for a topic – or some sort of, I don't know, uh, intent to come across. Not tonight. Uh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no. um, but it's a, it's a good time to do uh, two things. One, watch Randy's type. I just if we're phone. doing, if well, we've already talked about this book fest, and it brings up yeah. uh, a topic that I wanted to talk to you about for a while, and that is the process that you went to because you are self published, and. There are people out there who have asked me, actually just like the other day, I had somebody ask me again. Um, and I keep saying, I have a friend who's an author and he published his own stuff. And so I would like you maybe to take some time and like kind of explain the process from when you decided to write the book to your publishing, you know, hitting the highlights on that stuff. That is, that is the one thing we could do this evening and that'll be good later on. To come back to uh, being syndicated, which we are fortunate to do on Podcast Detroit. Podcast Detroit. Uh, once again, we're in Studio Two tonight because three is just or four is just being a bitch. We were in three. Were we in three? Yeah. Why? It's, we do four this. Is probably We've a done bitch this for too. a year. <laughs> four is probably a bitch too. <laughs> well, she is every once in a while. So, but anyway, and then two weeks from now, we've got an interesting topic. We've talked about it a little bit, a little bit as a, already, but mm-hmm. this we're going to get a little bit more in detail with this time. What are, what are you thinking? Okay, so uh, because marijuana is now legal in Michigan, all kinds of stuff is changing in the medical world. So mm-hmm. in the medical world, the dispensaries and those who are in that kind of business are now running out of stock. They can't sell or stock anything that's not state approved and there's very little that's state approved yet. That's going to take about a year for them to write all the laws and decide what they're going to let happen and what they're not going to. So there are companies out there who are offering free gifts with purchases, which marijuana is free to just give away. If you have it right now, I can give it to you on the street and it'll be perfectly legal for me to give it to you. So I can gift it to whoever I want uh, and I can buy it and I can have it. But even though I can purchase it, there's nowhere for me to go get it. Mm-hmm. So that's an issue. So you can grow it, but that's not an instant thing. And so we're kind of in this little limbo where, yeah, you can have it if you can find it. Um, and now, you know, we're into our our dealers and back to the 80s again where we were looking for dime bags. Um, but anyway, so there's companies who give it away as a gift when you buy what they sell. So we are going to do some two-week research to find what those companies are, what they sell. We'll put all the links on our Facebook page, and we will talk about um, where you can go to have it gifted to you, and that will be really fun. I can't wait to do that. That's going to be fun. And as a side note— Because in two weeks, there could be a lot more. True enough. As a side note with that— um, I think it's the new go- the new governor of Colorado. I could be wrong on the state. I'll have to look it up because I wasn't planning on talking about it tonight. It just popped in my head when you were mentioning that. He is looking to uh, 
give anybody who ha- who is in prison currently for marijuana charges a right to an appeal, and you will win that appeal. So they can go in and appeal. And, Fill out and a piece of paper and we'll handle it. Yep, and he's letting them go. Wow. But they have to go through the whole legal process. Unless you had like 80 so pounds. I don't know. You might still be in a little I, bit of I'm trouble. Not sure, I, I'm that. not sure what the, the, the finer details of it is, but yeah, uh, I think he said the – That Cheech uh, truck had but, to be like a lot. That had to be a lot of weed. <laughs> you would think. That had to be like a seriously illegal even now amount. Yeah. <laughs> even though they have yet to have a case anywhere. So that's good. So we'll find people, out. But at least this is the beginning. I mean so, someone's actually going to start doing it. So. so then we'll find out who that is. And then we will get the address, email, and phone number of the office of the person in this state who has the power to make that kind of a choice. Yeah. How about let's do that? So you'll be able to go get weed for free, technically, but you'll buy like an $80 t-shirt or something. It'll be cool. <laughs> um, and, and Or this patch and for it'll like be $35. Funny. What would be funny is it's going to say punk wisdom on the shirt. Oh, yes. You know, I'm, I'm just I'm kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> Man, that's great. And that's, you know, Matt Splatter Graphics had a great idea when they, they did. thought they of did. that. They did. So yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna tell you where you can go get it so you can look them up and if you like what they have to sell then Yay, it's Christmas all over again. <laughs> it's a green Christmas. And technically it actually is a green Christmas. I know. For anybody who's not here in Michigan, uh the lovely Royal Oak. We've we've had a couple dustings, but that's about it. <laughs> Seriously, it's like it's almost mid January. It's the 11th today. And there's no such thing as climate change. It's all No, nope. So we are in the metro area. So we're like north, west um, of Detroit suburbs. So we're 11 miles. So three, mm. three miles north of the city. And we don't have any snow. We have no snow. All of my girls got uh, snowboarding goggles for Christmas. I was excited about that. I'm like, yeah, they're going to open these. They're going to be like, sweet. Because the sunglasses just don't do it. You fall and it's a problem. Uh, yeah, but so they sit there. Can be scratched and all. What was the name of that? The closest uh, ski hill. Pine Knob. Pine Knob. There's another one too, isn't there? Well, there's Holly. Mount Holly. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. They had. They should have some artificial snow up there, don't they? Yeah, they should, and they probably do. But you know, it's the whole wake up, get a snow day. It, get dressed, it, it, take yeah, the boards. It still has to be weird that you're driving there in your shorts and then you get up there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it's not shorts because I'll tell you what, it's it was like right 25 now. degrees today. It, it is, is cold. It is a little cold. But there's no snow and it's all dead and gross and just like my heart outside. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do much for the vitamin D though, so I'm struggling at the moment. True, true, true. But yeah, so anyway, back to your book and your decision to self publish and the process you took. Can you take us kind of through that? It was do you remember? Of, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I do. I mean, I I, have, I repeat this story enough. Um, oh, and not that I mean that as a slight. I was like, since I do book readings every now and again, and I got to tell the same story all the time. Look, I'm trying to keep the people out from barging into the studio. There is a crowd of yeah, I know groupies out there. I saw them on the way in. <laughs> so I had to hide myself. All right, so try and stay focused. Stayed in the shadows. <laughs> um, hi, Ruth. Say hi to me. Um, <laughs> uh, it was, it's, it's been a hobby for a long time. And so, uh, when I found out a friend of mine had a book published or two, I asked her about it, what she did to go through it when she did to go through it and what she had to do and all that jazz. Um, then she says she was part of a writer's group and 
I uh, I auditioned. That's her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I auditioned for said writers group. Um, <laughs> what'd she say? She said, "Hello." Yes. Three exclamation points. Oh, wait, maybe four. I'm not wearing my glasses. It could be. Well, it could be six. I don't know. Kirsten says, "Give my cousin a shout out." Oh, um, shout out, Kirsten's cousin. That's probably Sammy. <laughs> Hi, Sammy. Yeah, they um, were on us at the beginning of the show because we had a few technical di- difficulties. Yeah, apparently, they're uh, listening. And they were. They were like, "What the hell? You're late." Yep. So we were. We had some difficult difficulties. <laughs> difficult even, difficulties. Even still, <laughs> I can't even speak. Okay. So anyway, anyway um, yeah, back to it. So yeah, uh, they like my stuff and they help me hone my craft. Um, the idea of finding a publisher. There was an idea, but it was something I, I didn't, I didn't consider too much when I found out about the self-publishing thing. Since I wasn't really looking to become the next, um, you know, J.K. Rowling, I just wanted to write and get it and just see if I could actually do it and finish it. Um, and I did, and so I self-published it. Um, it has not sold like hotcakes. And no, but to begin to have the idea to write the outline to start a book to finish a book. To have a book in your hand, I mean, that's an accomplishment. I don't care, yeah. you know. It's like it's like downfall being in the band. I don't care that we didn't win music awards or that we didn't take right. off. As a matter of fact, that might have been a real detriment to my personality. But um, but we did it. We are in the Library of Congress, right? We we published our songs, and I don't know. I just think finishing the book is an amazing feat in itself. Yeah, I. I uh... It didn't hit me for for a while, um, but now it was like I think it did, really didn't hit me till the, my the first book I sold to a complete stranger. Then I was like, "Oh wow, there's this! I did something." The organic sales, yeah, because yeah, we all had our copies, and I was like, "Can you sign me one?" Yeah, yeah, you well, did that was, a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole the writing process itself is fun. The whole publishing process of it, it sucks. I'm not looking forward to it. In fact, my second book, I still is still sitting with the editor. Um, which I got a bugger about that, um, but and I was I'm going to show you later um, some book co- book cover concepts that my buddy sent me. Um, yes, we can do the new book bookmarks because we have the credit to use with them, and I just saved it for you. I didn't right, use cool. it. So um, so there I got that. So that's all coming into coming together. Um, but I have to still have to upload it to the self publishing site and get all the. It's going to be a pain in the butt, but. I'm looking forward to it because I like this book, the new one that I just wrote. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting it out there. But I'm going to l- rely on hopefully Diana and her new company to try to get that word out because the chances of me going to Bookfest this year is slim to none. Um, I'm hoping I get picked. But tell Diana if she needs someone to promote her while she's promoting everybody else. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring that up. <laughs> we can we can grab some keychains or. Who knows? Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely bring that up. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> you know, that's I, cool. I, I write, that's cool. I write on my off time, which there isn't a ton. <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't think you had any. <laughs> there's, there's so I, I make time for it. Well, you know, you know so our new that new app on our phone will tell us how much time we actually had. Well, what's funny is uh, I was talking to a <laughs> and guy. And that's how much you spent in front of your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And I was talking to the guy who did, was doing my tattoo and we were talking about how much time people spend on their phones. And 
And they go, funny thing is that I read all my books on my phone. I mean, not books I wrote. I mean, just books in general. When I read, it's on my phone. Yeah, my Kindle too. And so I sit there and I'm, of course, I'm sitting looking at my phone hours on end because I'm reading most of the time. <laughs> so right. I'm not sure if that counts as Well, it being does break a, it down. It does break it down. If you spend, you know, four hours a day on Kindle. Okay. And two hours a day on, you know, Juicy Pop or whatever the, funny. the new game is. Ruth and I just watched um, Fahrenheit 11.9. I saw that post she put on Facebook and I was riveted. I really want to see that. Um, and it's Michael Moore, so take it for what it is. I mean, he's the opposite he's, of Fahrenheit 9/11. He did Fahrenheit 9/11, and then he came, and then he did 11/9 uh, in the name of Flint and its water crisis, that which was is big, still that going was a, on. Right, just that so was you know. a big part of it. But one of the things that he actually got invited to the inner sanctum of all those teens who uh, who are starting that uprising with uh, that survived the shooting down there in Florida. So they actually have a a place that they go to that's kind of secret only because they don't want to be bombarded by media and so and so on and so forth. So it's, he got invited into there and he was talking to these kids. It's, it's in the movie. I, I recommend people to see it. You know, it is so, Michael Moore, so you're going to get what you get. But he was talking to them and he's like, what's kind of cool is like he tells them, he's like, he goes, I guess our our generation's kind of kind of fucked up this planet, kind of fucked up this country a little bit. And he's like, but it's nice to know that we raised you guys and what you're doing now. And one goes like, whoa, 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 whoa. She goes, this right here, social media raised us. You didn't raise us. He goes, I guess I can see that. I can. So it was kind of funny how she stopped him. Like, so even though as many people complain about how much kids or teens are on their phones and social media. She's kind of right in a way because now they get to the point of something I was trying to tell, talk to my tattoo guy about. I was like, I get, I get that idea that they're, they've got their noses in the phone as much as they do. I go, but now they're, they're in a generation to where they just Google it. They get the answers right away. Well, that's the thing. Where, we don't have, we don't have that, 10, 20 volumes of an encyclopedia right. in our home anymore. And it's Google. It, I do have, it every day. I Google something. They, now they have it in the palm of their hands where they can get information. Bing on pops up and then I get right really away. pissed oh, and then God, I go, I, can't stand I, I Google, <laughs> I Bing Google. That's what I do. I use Bing as my default search engine. They pay me with Amazon gift cards. Oh, do they really? Yeah. What? Huh. Yeah, every month or so I get $5. Well, I like the Google graphics. Also, Bing is better for porn. <laughs> Ooh. And we'll talk nice about that <laughs> off the air. But I, I have questions. So um, so this is how I'm we do it. So Amazon gift cards because I spent so much money in Kindle. <laughs> yeah, sign up for a Microsoft Rewards account and then you get credit for every search you do. Huh. That's interesting. I did not know Google that. Google that. And it doesn't have to be Amazon. <laughs> There's all sorts of other rewards. They do contests where you can redeem your points for entries. All sorts of fun stuff with Bing. Hmm. I'll have to look into that. I did not know that. I didn't either. I, I use DuckDuckGo for a lot of things. I, but, you know. Whatever. Ooh, a new bandwagon. It's a search engine. Bye. Yeah, no. Squirrel. Anyway. <laughs> no, well, I do it because it's habit. Because, because I feel comfortable with it, right? Bing came along and it was new and it was young to me. I was already an older adult and I was like, mm, I don't know. And then Yahoo, Yahoo's just like the clumsy one of all of them, right? It's the one that's like, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, and being, in my opinion, was just one, you're so used to Google. And then two, 
it's it was Microsoft, and I just I'm not a huge fan of Microsoft, even though they got their hands in almost everything PC. Um, but, well, that's and yeah. and that's it worked too because we used the Google Drive, we use Gmail. There's I use Google Voice to like contact. You know my my Google's everywhere. Yeah, so it's just Chrome. I mean Jesus. And Jesus, like, yeah, it's all, it's all it. Google. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. You know, they, they own everything else, or Amazon. Does. Amazon, what did they say? Jeff Bezos is probably going to be the first trillionaire, more than likely. That's nuts. I know, right? Who's that super rich billionaire who's about to get divorced? Trump. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> well. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Is it? Yeah, he just yeah, announced his divorce. That's it. Yeah. It's him that's getting divorced, and him and his wife are amicable about the whole thing, and it's like, no problem. Flat down the middle. We're still two of the richest people. Yeah, no. It's like whatever, you dicks. I mean, so as much as so as much. <laughs> I couldn't as have been easy, but whatever. I dislike the whole publishing process and the editing process of the book. I mean, I'm still writing more and more, and I want to do more. It's not enough to deter me from it. And I think any type of art that you're into, whether it's music, whether it's painting, whether whatever it is, there's going to be a part of it that you're not going to like so much. Probably. You know, oh, agreed. There's always, yeah. There's always. This is the part I don't like. Right. Sure. Right. And so, and that's kind of what the, the the funk I'm in right now is like. My right, the book itself is done. Now I've got to do all the legwork that's going to be the cumbersome part, the part that's not that much fun. And usually, I try rushing through that because I hate it so much. Um, but there's not a lot to screw up if I rush through it, so that's good. <laughs> Words to live by. Yeah. <laughs> Until this time, <laughs> I will screw it up somehow. It'll happen. Um, but anyway. So, well, yeah. okay. So there we go. So your self-publisher, like what was it called? Like you, it was a company that um, – Just a printer? I mean what uh, – Amazon – Owned a uh, what was a subsidiary 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 that's it subsidiary that's it um right on. of Amazon called CreateSpace and CreateSpace you could do you can all, you can upload music to it and stuff and do and publish your music through it um, but I've heard of that they are no longer in existence um, <laughs> it's good KD, to say that. <laughs> KDP kind of acquired them which is Kindle Direct Publishing which Kindle is owned by Amazon. So it's still an Amazon company, but they just kind of put everything in Kindle Direct Publishing now. And so everything transferred over fine. So my book that was already there, The Malevolent Witch, um, ported over to KDB just fine, which was nice. Um, but from what I'm hearing, some other self-publishers are having a little bit of a tougher time managing or working within KDP to get their stuff published. So I haven't tried it yet. I haven't gotten to that stage yet. Um, so I'll find out pretty soon. But um, So that part, I mean, it's it's nice. It's Amazon. I mean, so my stuff will go through Amazon stores. Um, I can't get my book into, say, uh, Barnes & Noble, which is the next biggest one, because they are, their expectations for authors are higher than Amazon's. I have to have at least 1,000 sales. Um, in a, I think in a year, which is, doesn't sound like a ton, but when you're a self-published author and nobody knows you, it's a ton. Um, <laughs> so you have to have at least those thousand sales before. Yeah, they you gave away consider. nine signed copies. Yeah, 
before they even can. And, that, and those organic. don't count because I know some of my right. friends will go on to like and their Kindle stuff or their Amazon and they'll actually have promotions that will they will sell you their first book in a series for free. It'll be zero dollars. And then you just you know in hopes that you'll get hooked to the series and buy the rest of them. Well that zero dollar does not count as a sale according to Barrington's Noble. It has to have some type of dollar amount to it. So those don't count for them. They've got to put that in there. One of my friends actually took one of her books to a Barnes & Noble store and just put it on the shelf <laughs> and left. Um, I'm not sure if it worked at all. But if you get enough people who go into this store, like a Barnes & Noble, if you – I forget – because Diana was telling me about it. Yeah, you go to the counter and you make them search for yep. it. You ask, if you have a certain – I think it's like if you have at least a dozen people who do that in a, in a certain amount of time, they will actually order that book and put it on the shelf. All right. So, I need 11 friends. Yep. So, And then we're going to start a petition to start a petition. Yep. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. All right. So I just posted our reference photo of you. You and your Martian head. There we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, every time I look at it, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> at least I'm being amusing somehow. It seems it looks like you're wearing headphones, but you decided not to adjust them, yeah. and they're just so tight they're staying. <laughs> That's that, right. I'm, that. I'm that, taking that way sense. too much joy out of this, but whatever. That makes sense. It was the Jim Beam apple we had at the start of the show. Whiskey. Will I'm do like giddy. Too. I know, right? Whiskey not much of too. a drinker. Period. So, shot of whiskey is fun every once in a while. So what's new and amazing in your life? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you can either have new and amazing or what's going on in my <laughs> life. You can't. you can't have them both. It's not the same thing? What do you want? No. No. New and amazing. Um, well, you've heard of the ShamWow, right? That was new. Well, it was new. Did you get still a, amazing. Did you get a ShamWow? No, I didn't. Oh. I'm just new and amazing. Oh. Just the infomercial started. There's my pillow. ShamWows are awesome, though. Was it? To, I never had one. I didn't. I didn't have. One I didn't buy OxyClean either. But we used. We had those at the dealership I used to work at years ago. We used those for when we washed cars. Those things are awesome. Right on. Anyway. But I do have things going on in my life that are that are interesting to me because I invest my time where I find it most appropriate. Uh, we Abigail, all should do that. I know. And we'll move on to children. And then they're not children. They're all teenage girls. They're all young women. Mine's 18 now. God almighty. I love them, but <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. But, um, but Abigail got Love her... is a very subjective word. It is. And it <laughs> certainly is unconditional. Totally. But it does have levels. It never goes away. I always. But sometimes we're like 0.5. We're right there, and then we go I mean, back up to like sound like I love you, but I do. <laughs> right. It's still there. Still there. Um, but she got her senior pictures taken. Yay. And it was at 21 Mile and Hayes. So you got to go all the way up to Hall Road mm -hmm. and even a mile past that. And from here, we are at 11, 21, right? That's 10 miles. And then you got to go a little bit the other way. And we get there, and we're on time, and I'm – I'm happy about it. It's like rush hour traffic. Our appointment was at five. <clears throat> and she gets her dressing room and they're like, all right, put your marching band uniform on and we'll take those pictures, get those out of the way. And then you put on your regular clothes and then you just slap the cap and gown over the top of the clothes. And there's your third blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Great idea. Super. 
Abigail comes out of the dressing room. Yeah, well, she's rolling with me because she knows the senior pictures are not for her. She don't care. Um, They're for me and more particularly for all of us 20 years from now. Right, right. That's what they're for. So she comes out in her marching band uniform and she doesn't have her shoes. She's got her Doc Martens on. Nice. But they have like these purpley flowers on and... Well, they're not taking pictures of her feet, are they? She don't. Well, they get the whole, okay. you know, the whole body thing, and no shako, which is the hat that they wear with the plume on it and everything. Um, but she's, but she's. I'm listening now. They're, they're doing technical shit. But anyway, um, she doesn't have a shako on, and because she's the drum major of her marching band, the shako is the most important thing because it's the one thing that's a different color than everybody else's. It's the one thing that says. That's your drum major. So I like I'm like, Abigail, where's your Shaco? And your drum masters, which are her shoes. Because if they get the whole whatever. So now they can't get the whole but whatever. But you don't even have the top part. And that's the distinguishing part. That's right, the reason right. why we brought the uniform in the first place. You know, just do it if you remember or well, I don't know. You could if you want. I don't want to judge. But anyway, so I was really mad. We driven like fifteen miles. We brave rush hour traffic, still got there with like six minutes to spare to fill out the paperwork. I did my part perfectly for once. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, oops. Sorry, oops, what? Oops, it's still in the car? Or she's like, or, ah, all right, fine. So I have to worry about whether they're going to charge me. If I change the appointment, I cancel because I'm here. And whatever, are you going to charge me money? She says, no, we're gonna, not going to charge you money. We get, How about, will you get, uh, how's Saturday? Yep, Saturday's good. Sooner the better. Just get this freaking over with because I'm here now and I got to be here again. Now I'm irritated. <laughs> she was like, do you want 1030 or 5 o'clock? I'm like, 5 o'clock Saturday? Not on your life. 1030. I'm not the one who has to have my pictures taken. I don't care. <laughs> so... So I'm we have to in go my back. Pajamas, damn it! <laughs> yeah, but they did something really cool. They allowed her to take her regular, her street clothes or her regular, the clothes that she wanted to wear, and the cap and gown. Um, got those out of the way. So all we got to do is go in, take the marching band picks, and then we're done. So twenty minutes. I'm I'm okay with that. This is tomorrow morning. Now we have to be there tomorrow okay. morning. So um, so she puts on, she does all of her clothes. And she puts on the cap and gown and then she comes out and I'm and she comes out and I'm like, you know what, Abigail? And another thing. And and I didn't really give her too much shit, but I gave her a little bit and I had thought about it and I wanted to give her just a tiny bit more. I try not to be a bitch in front of other people. It's just not cool. So um, and I'm and I'm typically not to the girls either. So she comes out and instantly the waterworks start. Right. Because now I see my senior child in her cap and gown and I'm completely disarmed. So I'm like, and, and I, she's like, Oh my God, mom, you're crying. I'm like, yeah, but they, they got the tassel. That's the color of her high school. And it's just, you get a sneak peek and you don't realize you're getting a sneak peek. So it hits you really quick. So then needless to say, I wasn't mad at her anymore. And we had a beautiful day, but now we do have to go back. So that's my life with teenagers that are so great. They're my favorite people in the whole wide world. Um, but holy shit <laughs> that nah, I, it just bugs me. I don't know. <laughs> now I also have to admit that I am the kind of adult grown ass adult been grown ass for as long as it takes you to get grown ass. So at least that, 
will drive around the block because I have forgotten something and I have to go back home for it. I've done that. So, yep, or I'll pull out of the driveway and then it's like, you'll see me pull back in. Like, damn it, I forgot my coffee, whatever the hell it is. So um, I have to admit, the apple probably doesn't fall too far from the tree. Um, So... Yeah, but that's still that's still quite a trip to make, considering where you live, which you're not very far from me. Um, going all the way out to Twenty One and Hayes is it's a nice trip, and to have to make that twice is right. luckily. Luckily, right now gas prices aren't through the roof, so that's no, they're that's so nice. good right now. That's a great time to live in Metro Detroit. Um, is to get gas for a dollar eighty nine a gallon. Dollar eighty nine. It's probably cheaper. I don't. I don't know. Normally, the news is really cool about giving you an average, mm. and it's usually pretty right on. Right now, it's not. It's still saying. I don't know where they're going, but it's like ten, eleven cents cheaper than the news is telling everybody that it is right here. So I'm super excited because I drive an F one fifty, and that sucks. Say you suck <laughs> yeah, I carry around five grown ass people. All of the derby stuff, all of Mad Splatter stuff, furniture. It's kind of necessary. But on the everyday, the, well, the proverbial nine to five, for me, it's the eight to three. Um, I'm driving in it by myself with completely empty cargo space. That whole time, eight to three? Teasing. Yeah, <laughs> that whole time. <laughs> no, I go to work. Yeah. And then I come home, like you. Is that a long? Is that a long commute for you? Or is there... not now that six ninety six is open? Right. I'm in freaking heaven, and my road is so beautiful. It's like the Ohio Turnpike used to be. Yeah, give it time. <laughs> It'll change. It was I, beautiful, and they said you only have to pay tolls until it's paid for, and then all of a sudden we're always paying tolls, and it's a permanent thing. And if you're coming from Pittsburgh, it's like I don't know, tr- double my tolls from Detroit to Cleveland. Oh, no. And then from Cleveland to Pittsburgh, it like triples. So I haven't driven anywhere in a long, it's crazy. long distance. Long yes, time. but 696 north. is open. Both eastbound, westbound, it gets you from one side of town right over to the other. You can go to Lansing, shoo, Lansing, uh, well, which was, is quite a drive. It's always been open after 75, though, hasn't it? <laughs> I know when I was yes, out, but I live in Macomb County, so yeah. to me it was the whole thing. Well, when I was working out in Farmington Hills, I had to take 12 miles all the way to to sit all the way over to 75 and get on 75 down to 696, and they could finally take 696 out to Farmington Hills. Luckily, I only had to do that for like a month or two before I got a new job, which now is only like three miles from the house. So now I get on 696 for like two miles, <laughs> and then chops me off right over. No, so. I, get, I get on as soon as I can from my house because I'm not far from the service drive. So I so it's not very far to get on the freeway, and then I'm on the freeway, and then I get off, and then two miles from there is my work. So boom, boom, I'm so happy. All the like there and home. I'm excited. I can't wait for them to shut down Gratiot and fix that because that's a piece of shit. Well, according to Gretchen, our new governor, is she going to fix the damn roads? She says she was planning on fixing the damn roads, and then someone else is going to impeach that motherfucker. So. We'll see what happens. Yeah, well. It'd be nice. She said we'll motherfucker. I think she just threw out any chance she had. I'm sorry. Well, I know she can funny. stand by it all she want, but I you got to read it. the room, honey. But I, I think it's funny that, that that caused such an uproar when, like, how many nasty things have the conservatives said about other people, especially a president? 
I mean, what she said I is agree, nothing like, compared to what they've been saying. Not on the so first like, day of your freshman year. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. It's, they've already rocked. They've already rocked the boat. The, the all those girls that that went in there, and that's great. But and so it's like that you know, to me it did not shock me one bit. Um, I thought it was funny. I don't know. I think had, when you move up to the upper leagues, you should start talking like champagne. Yeah, at least a for a minute. Extent, maybe. At least until you figure out where you're at, get your bearings, and then handle your shit and come at them like a bomb. But she just came at them like reckless, like. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's the way that's she ran it. her campaign, though, too. She didn't and I fuck. appreciated that part. I just thought, like the same thing with Donald Trump. I thought at least a little part of him would become, there would be a I professional a layer. I think a lot of people right? wanted him to become presidential when he finally became Even president. just tiny bit, tiny bit. I mean, yeah, I didn't. He hasn't at all. Yeah. You know, the gaslighting and stuff, I, you know, we didn't anticipate the magnitude of all that. But I just, right, that there would be a noticeable difference, even if he's still a shit. Mm-hmm. And there never was. And I just thought from somebody who is saying, you should be a better person to come at it like a better person. I don't know. It's just, it's just me. And probably yeah. because I'm a female and because now is the time where you kill them with your words, the depth of them, yeah. not, not the ferocity of them. That's all. Well, it's yeah. true. I mean, cause we all know that if a woman shows any type of emotion at all, you're hysterical and. Right now she can't control herself now. I mean, it just, and it's not fair. It's absolutely undeniably not fair. And she should have the right to go up there and go, fuck, fuck, motherfucker, fuck, fuck, fuck. But, but I don't think, I don't think that really, you got to play to the, you got to play to your crowd. Well, that's what they're already saying. You see, there's an article that Politico just did about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez about how they're telling her to calm down. They're like, you are starting to piss off your own party. Right. And, Relax. And, and oh, God, that funny. makes me it's want like, to punch someone. Oh, you know she's not going to calm down at all. She's, she's, no, because, you know that. No, because that's, that's the one thing is. you don't tell a female. And especially, that's why she was elected elected in the first place. An assertive that, one but, like that, like an assertive woman, you don't look at her and go, calm down. Because what she's going to do when she tears your face off is she's going to get worse. <laughs> like after she tears your face off, then she's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. So I, if if you guys don't know how to handle, I mean, okay, men one on one. Seriously, never, ever, ever tell your girl to calm down. Never ask her if there's anything you can do. Ask her, did I miss something? Maybe just, but don't say calm down because you are gonna die or you're not gonna have any balls. I don't, know, whatever. <laughs> something true. bad okay. is gonna happen to you, and then we'll be on the news, and then we'll be talking about it two weeks from now. We'll go see it happens. So I bet you that's what John Bobbitt said to his wife. He was oh, like, geez. oh, wasn't he sleeping, though? He was asleep. That wasn't fair. So that's the last thing he said. Bitch, calm down. And then he went to bed. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know too many hot buttons I have, but no, I mean, that's that, certainly that one of them. Now, if is, it comes from yeah. my friend, like if my female friend, sorry, totally unfair. I know. But if my female friend says, calm down, everything will be fine. I'm good. Man tells me to calm down. There's there's a meme going around on Facebook. Ruth showed it to me, or or did I find it and show it to her? Either way, uh, one of us found it, and it was Ruth, funny. who found it? It was funny that it said that uh, in this particular election season, there are 89 women Democrats in the House, and how many uh, Republican women are there in the House? 
13. That's so great. 13. And that number hasn't changed for a long time. <laughs> Wait till they all sink. It's just all like, <laughs> does that give you any hint at all where the politics are at in the conservatives and Demo- and uh, liberals or Well, it's funny now you're talking about funny. all those women. And, of course, there's always the level-headed comments. You'll always get the, well, once a month you'll have to – like shut down or you'll have to lock the button up so they can't. I mean, it's like the dumb shit. Yeah. Uh, and you, I'm when, sorry. You know, when you speak this, about something sorry, you don't know nothing about. I, you know? I think we have somebody that's talking right now. Oh, t- my Twitter's blowing up. Oh, they are on their period I, 24 hours a day, seven days. No, I'm sorry. Every day, but only at night. <laughs> that's it. That's his. That's his cycle. It's like 22 and a half hours. 20. Yeah. And then the rest of them mad tweeting. About how he's gonna just make everybody else starve, but we'll have a nice wall. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be great. <laughs> it'll be great. And and but he's not gonna do anything about the tunnels. So there'll be those too. So we'll have a wall, and then we'll have some tunnels. And then did you see that we'll video have... of the woman explaining to him that there's tunnels under the wall? <laughs> the way she was saying it was like, "You are stupid." <laughs> it was just just the way her tone and everything she how she explained it to him was like you are the dumbest man on earth if you think this is going to stop this well, wall then, is going to stop anything we'll have that wall we'll and just, then he'll just be like nobody so has funny. to work there anymore because there's well, nobody has to work there because there's wall yeah. and it's totally working and apparently we we're being invaded like literally invaded well, there's right another now. caravan coming up here. It was, it was, yeah coming it's up. forming in Honduras right now and they're on their way fine but they're, they're like not. you it's, know it's whatever a complete lie oh my god <laughs> the ambassador bridge is overrun with yeah. Canadians. What are we going to do? Just lock them up. Put a wall up. I don't know. Just put it, yeah. Blow up the bridge? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, it's a private bridge. so it's Well, it is, too. And there's a second one being built. So, I mean, you're not going to be able to do much about that either. So, <laughs> welcome to, in case you're just joining us, we're about ready to go. We've had some troubles. So, we started late. So, we're ending late. And um, yeah, we're All in right. Studio 2. Well, right. Heather just found out we were in Studio 2. So oh, I'm sorry, Heather. I know. She didn't She didn't see the Facebook post and... I we were just with technical difficulties. You tend to just kind of concentrate on those, getting those worked out. Right, right. Uh, but we ended up having to walk across the street and do it over here. So true enough. Here we are, and here we've been. You know what I got and in the mail? What the other time day? did Randy tell you? He told me twenty five minutes, but I think that was about twenty <laughs> fifteen or twenty minutes ago. I'm assuming he'll be back in time. Ah, uh, Ruth said she found it. Off. That meme. Don't take meme credit. That's cool. No, I'll give it to her. Whatever. Um, I don't care. No, you know what I got in the mail the other day? What did you I'm get in sure, the mail the I'm other sure day? everybody got one. The uh, the letter that says if you want to have absentee ballots from now on. You fill it out and you get absentee ballots from today to the day you die, I guess, or until they change How do you feel long. about that? I think it's freaking awesome. Do you? Yeah. I like bitching I and complaining it. about having to go vote. And then I like leaving the voting place. One, well, you don't have either, to either... Oh, you oh, so you're not committed to it. So no. if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. You have to actually fill it out to actually be able to get them. Yeah, so yeah. if you just leave it alone, throw it away, you do the, your voting the way you normally do your voting. So it's completely you got to fill it out to be able to do it or to enable to get the absentees. Uh-huh. And it's not much filling out, you're just putting your name and address on right. there, but cuz <laughs> and they made it really simple cuz you, you do you open it up and you fold it over the other way, you fill out whatever's on there and you tape it and you put it back in the mail. <laughs> so it's really Aww, fucking easy. Thank you. <laughs> really, really easy. 
So. Wow. So that's really cool. No postage due because they're not going to make you put like it's not doesn't have know. weights on it, I so think, you have to buy a three dollar stamp. I think you needed to put postage on there. Ruth will know. I, I they should they should pay postage. Post Sorry, they're the fucking government. They should, would they should pay the postage. Yeah. That's what. Oh, and there's another quick little quip that I learned this week. The forever stamp, which is now running at a cool fifty cents. There's a forever stamp. What's that? Do you mail anything? No. Okay, so the Forever Stamp was created in 1962. Okay. It wasn't. It was more like, I don't know, 90-something or whatever. But it's been forever is kind of what I'm sarcastically trying to hint to. Um, And it it goes up occasionally, right? It started, I think, at 32 when it was back when a stamp was 32 cents, something like that. And it it goes up a little bit here and there. Um, But now it's 50 cents. And, And the idea is if you buy a million Forever Stamps, you can use those forever stamps. Forever. That's it. So if postage goes up, it's still the forever oh, okay. stamp. I see what so it is. Okay. you don't have to worry about right. But sooner or later, you're going to run out and you're going to need more stamps, and then you're going to have to pay the the premium. The, cur- the current rate. when you could have paid forty, now you're paying fifty. But that's beside forever. the point. It's the idea is cool. Um, and then you don't have to put those stupid lousy two cent stamps onto your 32 cent stamp because now postage is 34 stamps. Okay. That was really probably the biggest pain in the ass they were trying to avoid. So one stamp is a forever stamp and it'll always work to send a letter. Uh, 50 okay. cents a stamp. Uh, it's about to go up. So right now it's 50 cents. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one stamp. Yeah, to send a letter is 50 cents. That's what you get, you Amazon bitches, you. I send letters. That's how I know how much I like stamp getting is. a physical letter from time to time. I don't mind. <laughs> right? Cool. I think we should bring back Christmas cards. Maybe we should start a campaign we at the end of this year. I know I get we a couple. We started getting and digital I, ones this year, though, and I thought that was really weird. I like, always want to send them. I always wanted to send them. I would buy them, fill them out, and then just, I don't know. They I just got a, never got sent. I was, I'm I horrible a, at it. I got a Christmas card from a family I don't even know. And it was actually addressed to the Matt Gross family. So I'm thinking... They read your book. Maybe? And then stopped. Where'd they get get my address then? I'm like, I don't even know these people. I don't think. Maybe it was the introduction you wrote in it. Like, thanks for buying my book. Come have dinner with me and my family. Yeah, yeah, maybe. We live it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's that. Oh, boy. Right? um, There's got to be at least. Oh, maybe I wrote that. I even showed it to Kirsten. I'm like, do you know these people? She's like, no. (laughs) I'm like, all right. That might have been out of the six books I gave away. Mm. At least you got a Christmas card out of the deal. Oh, and if I had my first stalker, I'd be happy. That'd be kind of cool. There's something about having a stalker, isn't there? I mean, I don't want to make too many I jokes I about it because I had one and it was really kind of scary. No, it was very actually terrifying. And people have died from that shit too. So yeah. But, um, and I was lucky that it that it ended on its own with one of the steps I took before having to go to the police and file the because filing a restraining order I think is an invitation. For the yeah, right, those kind of people be. aren't gonna aren't they're not gonna follow a restraining order. A normal person would, but then they wouldn't have put you in that position in the first place. So I think it's I think it's it's True ridiculous enough. to think that that kind of a mentally thinking person would then adhere to this piece of paper right here. I don't whatever. Anyway, anyway. Um, but yes, having a stalker means you've made it. So it'd be interesting. I don't know how I'd feel about that entirely. I was joking about it earlier, but I'm just like, hmm. Anyway. 
right? They're, I guess they would be great until you don't want them anymore, and then it would become a problem. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Yeah. So if one of my friends could just pretend for a couple of days and then when I'm like when I when I reply stop to the text, it actually stops, I'd be totally fine with it. You don't like the ads. Yeah, but would it be would Never. it be the same if it's a friend though? Maybe you paid someone to do it for a little No, if bit. they just Yeah, but you would know. Yeah, true. Have someone else pay someone. Well, I, we're headed into Fifty Shades area here, yeah, I'm, I think. I never weird. saw it or read the book, so I don't know, but yeah. I have a feeling it's it's somebody's going to end up on the news. <laughs> it's probably going to be me. I don't want it to be me. So, so what time is it? I don't know. It, it's probably about that time. I'm not it's sure where. It probably is. I'm not sure so, where Randy went. All right. So let's go over then. And if we're cool at 820, I would suppose that would be fair. Because yeah. I think it was a couple minutes to eight um, when you asked him how much time. I did glance. It was no. like 854. I'm sure he'll be back in time. So It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be absolutely fine. So, yes. So, aw. HuffPost. I murdered my high school sweetheart, and I don't recommend it. Okay. No, I'm not. Uh, like, all iPhones are going off right now, and people are like, holy shit, I just got the same thing. HuffPost, you got to read it. Come on. We got a minute. It, like we're going to, while I while I look at like this. Sort of like that alert that Hawaii got that they're <laughs> going to be... Missiles shot down at them, something. Right, and everybody like cut the hell out of Dodge, and it was a mistake. Yeah, who makes that's the United States a, military. A guy wasn't like it? Trump would make that mistake. <laughs> I don't. It wasn't. It probably had nothing to do with him. But no, it wasn't the military. It was a. It was the the local. Was it a local thing? I think it was a local. I didn't. Thing. I didn't really pay attention to it that much. I'm not sure. Kind of like a weatherman going, going, "Holy shit!" No, that's just something on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I thought about uh, which we live in the metro Detroit I thought of, area. Uh, one of those other happened. topics that we were going to talk about before. I totally forgot that we'll have to, we'll have to bring Aww. this up some other time. But uh, remember, we were talking to Josh a little bit about uh, assisted suicide. We need to do an episode on. Yeah, I want to talk. I want to talk to. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. But yeah, it would what, be really you, cool. What are you awing about? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Because I thought it said I murdered. It didn't. It said I married. I married my high school sweetheart, and I don't recommend it. Same well, thing. duh. <laughs> so, thanks, HuffPost. But almost the same thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe. So, all right. So let's check um, one last. Sarah Beth liked Punk Wisdom's photo, so she loves your Martian head. You goofy goober, you. And items are posted for sale in Macomb County. Buy, swap, and trade. Um, Yeah, uh, we still have that shop now button on our. We do. Um, So if you feel generous and want to help keep this podcast going, so we're not paying it out of our pocket all the time, which we do, by the way, um, do that. Or if you want a a shirt or a decal or a mug or give us an idea of what you're thinking of, we might be able to come up with – Mad Splatter Graphics might actually be able to come up with a we product have, of it. Currently, we have the – put that in the notes. Say, hey, I want to give you guys 20 bucks. Can you – what can I get for that? You know, Yeah. Whatever. And maybe – I mean, I, I don't want to promise. It's a little early. Like I said, I just – we just we just pitched this today, but free gifts. I mean, even if you know, even if I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Even if. Whatever. It works for me. Um. Yeah, we have our own 
Facebook page. Don't ask me what the heck it is. It you know it's it, it changes every fucking day. If you were um, to just, just search in, Punk Wisdom, you'll find us. You'll we find are on us. iTunes. We are on Google Play. Um, I pretty sure we're on spotify we are that's where i listen to spotify so we are like on all the major platforms thank you podcast detroit for that that's awesome that's right Um, royal studio you have no excuse for not finding us um so yeah there's that right and And uh, there's southfield therapy where when it all goes wrong you have someone to talk change is coming that's right i mean this guy is actually really cool he deals with all kinds of kids and the oppositional defiance and all that kind of stuff and um, same sex families, which is really cool yeah. that he does that kind of stuff. Um, and so there's that. And then there's also, um, what else? D- Detroit Shipping Company. We like to mention them every once in a while. Cause there's also a podcast Detroit studio down there. Yeah. Yep. 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 And I uh, just for the hell of it, cause I'm feeling awfully lovely tonight. The Darlings of Destruction Junior Roller Derby League. Um, they're in my heart tonight. We've had some. If you haven't checked out Roller Derby, you need to just go check Roller it out. Roller Derby, seriously, seriously. It is the it's best. A lot, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It's a contact sport. Um, there's a lot of female teams, but there's open leagues too. As a matter of fact, Darlings of Destruction, no, if you go to um, the darlingsofdestruction.org, they are recruiting. They are having a 12-week oh, cool. boot camp. Uh, one price gives you all the gear. <laughs> two practices, about two practices a week. So 12 weeks, you get the helmet, the roller skates, all the padding you need, the mouth guard, everything. And you go through these 12 weeks, um, one price, and then at the end, you can keep all the gear and walk away. What? Or you can stay with the Darlings of Destruction and, well, age limits. Whatever. do some roller derby with us. Six, six, six years old to 17. Cool. So they are juniors. Um, they are male or female, both. Excellent. We take anybody. And if you transgender from one to the other, we take you too. And if it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. We take you. And if you've never, ever put on a pair of skates before in your life, we will still, we'll teach you how to skate. We'll show you everything. And after 12 weeks, if you don't join the team, which you'll already be a member of, so you'll kind of have to quit. Um, but you'll, I mean, you'll be able to show off some sweet skating skills. So there's that. That's we cool. will end with that. Yeah, a free plug for DOD. They're a 501. Now they're a nonprofit, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, so two weeks from now, we will be, well. We'll be token. Promoting, we will be promoting the token <laughs> and all the free presents that are out there that clever companies and good human beings uh, want to do to get you straight, to set you right, and to make everything a little bit better. So mm-hmm. on behalf of Randy. And Matt and myself will see you back here in about 14 days. Thanks for letting us bullshit. Yep, yep. I bullshitted enough. I'm good. A little bit, right? Mm, All right. And Randy, you'll have a good (laughs) night. That's right. So we're all going to be out of here. We'll see you in two weeks. And for God's sakes, don't hurt yourself.